This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. That is drilled to deep center field and going to carry for a home run. Puts it over the wall and straight away center. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome back inside Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah for the middle game of a season-ending three-game series between the BYU Cougars and Pepperdine Waves. The Waves tonight seeking a second straight series win. The Cougs looking to get back in it and keep alive their hopes of a fourth consecutive series win. Let's pause right now for the remainder of our national anthem. Well, I'll have your play-by-play call tonight. Uh, joined by BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade. We'll hear from Tuckett momentarily. But before tonight's first pitch, we get the pregame thoughts of BYU head coach Mike Littlewood in our leadoff interview presented by doTERRA. Proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. And after back-to-back home losses this week, the coach talks about uh, what it will take to get back on the winning track with only two games remaining in the regular season. Well, last night against Pepperdine, I I thought we played good baseball. You know, we played catch, and I thought Pepperdine's pitchers did a really good job keeping the ball down in the zone and changing speeds on us. And, you know, every guy that went in had a a really good changeup that that was kind of uh, a neutralizer for our left-handed hitters. But I thought we did a good job, hit a lot of balls hard. We just didn't pitch it well enough to win. We left too many balls over the middle of the plate, and Pepperdine made us pay. When Easton made a 3-1 pitch, you know, with a couple guys on, uh, left a a 3-1 hanging slider, Uh, you know, a lot of times guys will foul that off or roll it over, but they hit a home run and that just it just cost us but super proud of our guys and, and Easton for what he did in his last start but um, yeah I just want to get back on the winning track and I feel like we're playing winning baseball it's just a matter of getting the hits when we need it last time Jack pitched for you he pitched a gym he did um, and we talked before you and I talked before his last start if he could just go six or seven and come out with a two uh, uh, two run lead that'd be great what'd he go eight and I don't know what he went seven, he went complete. Yeah. seven complete yeah. and uh, so we would love that tonight uh, Jack's been throwing the ball really well the key to his game is having either one of two and hopefully three uh, pitches but his locating his fastball and then having that slider and he also has a curveball if he has two or three of those pitches working with his changeup, he's virtually unhittable so we'll see you'll see early in the game what he's got and then that'll kind of dictate what his start's going to be like lineup notes uh, you get Danny Jelilich uh, back in the lineup for hopefully uh, the last two games of his senior season. Yeah, you know, he's been nursing that um, hamstring injury, and uh, I wanted 
wanted to get him in last night. He's just kind of a spark plug for us, and um, he's done such a great job. I mean, he's, he's got a high career batting average and does so many things for us. With Jelich, when we talked about this, with Jelich, McIntyre, and Gamble in the outfield, I, I really think it's the best outfield in the country as far as running balls down and, and arms and accuracy and trajectory on their throws. It's just a tremendous, tremendous outfield. But to have him back in, he's a senior. I'm hoping he, we can get him through two games healthy, yep. have him have some success here at Miller Park his last two games. On the matchup now with Pepperdine's arm tonight. Yeah, uh, they're showing, throwing a guy named Shane Telfer, a left-hander. They'll throw a left-hander as well tomorrow. Um, and so we're, we've got a couple right-handers in the lineup. Uh, Jacob Wilkes going to start at first base. Austin Deming at third. You know, we're just we're trying to get a little bit more. And then Jelilich, obviously, in, in left field. So we're, we're trying to go a little bit more right-handed heavy against them. Right-handers are hitting about uh, 100 points higher than left-handers. We are leaving Josh Cowden in. Josh has been swinging the bat great. Yep. But he's a he's a 88, 90, 92 fastball guy with a good change and good curveball. He's got a 12-6 curveball, much like Cooper McKeon's. If, if uh, Cougar fans have seen Cooper, uh, you know how devastating that curveball can be. So again, it's it, the key is going to be um, getting a fastball when we see it early in the count, but laying off those, that change up in, those, in the, the off-speed stuff down out of the zone. That's going to be a big key for us tonight. Mike, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post-game. Okay, thanks, Greg. All right, that is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. We'll get you tonight's starting lineups after we get our first pitch, which is ball one from Jack Sterner to Pepperdine leadoff hitter Wyatt Young. Starting lineups brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. As the Waves were at bat, we'll give you their batting order as Sterner gets ready to deliver on a 1-0 count to the leadoff hitter Wyatt Young. That's taken for strike one. Young will lead off the shortstop, hitting second. The center fielder, number 23, Billy Cook, hitting third. The third baseman, number eight, Aron Modlin, hitting cleanup for the Waves. The second baseman, number six, John Peck, will take us through the first four as Young swings and chops it to. Tonight's first baseman, Jacob Wilk, steps on first. That's an unassisted out at first base. One gone here in the top of the first, hitting fifth for the Waves. And playing first base, number 34, Justin Lutz. In the sixth spot, number 27, Reese Alexiadis, the DH. The right fielder, number 15, Ryan Johnson, hits seventh. The number eight hitter is number 10, Charles Messino were 35 last night. He's the left fielder. And the catcher, Joe Caparis, hits in the nine hole, jersey number 22. Starter for the Waves is Shane Telfer as Billy Cook sees the first pitch and strokes it to center for a single. Billy Cook is on first with a one-out single here in the top of the first. Shane Telfer is the wave starter, but the Cougar starter is Jack Sterner. One and two with a 3.42 ERA, making his 14th start in his 14th appearance. And the number two hitter, Billy Cook, takes him to center field for a one-out single. Tuck? Yeah, well, I tell you what, Billy Cook can really hit, can he? The leader in slugging percentage and home runs for the Waves. Goes small ball to center and is at first base. Brings up the third baseman, Aron Modlin. Modlin had a home run last night. Three-run shot. The big blast in a 6-3 Waves win. Every player in the Pepperdine batting order had at least one hit last night. The 0-1 from Sterner to Modlin. Young grounded out to first. A swing and a miss. The 0-2 now. Young grounded out to first. Cook singling to center. Bringing up Maudlin here in the top of the first. One gone and one on here in the top of the first inning. No balls and two strikes to Iran Maudlin. 
The righty Sterner delivers outside for ball one. Well, one thing, Greg, we noticed last night is that if you can throw a secondary pitch against these guys, it really helps, you know, mow down this lineup a little bit. We, we struck them out quite a bit last night, but uh, if you make a mistake with the fastball, they're going to make you pay. And that's a swinging strikeout. And it is caught by A. Valdez. Bit of a double clutch there, but retired on strikes is Maudlin. So two gone here in the top of the first inning. BYU defensively. Valdez behind the plate. Sterner, the other half of the battery. Jacob Wilk at first. Andrew Pintar at second. Austin Deming back in at third. Brock Watkins is the shortstop. And the outfield from left to right. Danny Jelilich back in. Mitch McIntyre in center. And Cole Gamble in right. Good to see Danny back for hopefully his final two games. And he gets to play both of them this weekend. Returning from that hamstring, as Coach Littlewood talked about. Two out, empty count to John Peck, the second baseman. That's off speed at 73 miles an hour, taken for a ball. John Peck had a home run last night as well. In fact, there were homers in the three, four, and five spots last night for Pepperdine. And that was the difference of the game right there, was the long ball. Runner at first is Cook. Takes his lead on the 1-0. And swinging through strike one is John Peck. So one ball, one strike to the second baseman, Peck. Was two for his previous 16 before going two for five last night. The man on first is Cook. The kick and fire as Cook takes off, and Abe just couldn't get it cleanly out of his glove. Bobbled it on the exchange, and so stolen base for Billy Cook. Yeah, we had a really good chance to throw him out. The jump wasn't great, but uh, like you said, Valdez, Abe, he bobbled that exchange. Therefore, the stolen base. So runner in scoring position now for John Peck. Peck just hitting 209 with runners in scoring position. Two for five last night. A run on an RBI courtesy of that home run. Solo shot in the seventh. 2-1 with two out and one on. The man on second is Cook. Single and a stolen base. That's taken for strike two. Off speed at 74 miles an hour. How about the play that Peck made in foul territory last night? That was unbelievable. Off the bat of Cole Gamble to end the eighth inning. Remarkable grab leaping over the rail to shy the Pepperdine bullpen down the first baseline. And the first baseman, Lutz, was going to have no shot at it. Peck said, I got your back. The 2-2 with two out and a man on second. And a half yeah, offering can. there. A check swing strike. He's dropped for a moment, but he picks up and throws to first to retire the side in the top of the first. For Pepperdine, no runs on a hit. There were no errors. The runner was left on. We go to the bottom of the first. And BYU and Pepperdine scoreless on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at Miller Park, we're at the bottom of the first inning. BYU and Pepperdine. BYU baseball brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. Middle game of a three-game series. We'll do it again tomorrow in the regular season finale for BYU. One o'clock Mountain Time first pitch. Cool day today into a cool evening. Cloud cover, some rain earlier. The Cougars lead off the bottom of the first with Mitch McIntyre, the center fielder, digging in against Shane Telfer. Telfer. 
The left-hander, back-to-back lefties expected by the Cougs from the Waves today and tomorrow. And Mitch takes ball one to open this game. Mitch hit last night with the bases loaded. And the Cougs down three in the bottom of the ninth. And was a strikeout victim to end last night's 6-3 Waves win. Telford comes set on the 1-0. And Mitch lines that to left. That'll be a single for McIntyre. So Mitch McIntyre leads off the game with a sharp single to left field. He's on base to open the contest with Danny Jelilich returning to the starting lineup. Danny last played two weeks ago today, May 7th, at San Diego. He's having a nice night, too. Two for three with a run on RBI that night before he retweaked a hamstring. He's been on the shelf multiple times this year with that particular injury, but he's back tonight and batting with the man on. You're in the bottom of the first inning and no one out. And Danny... Fouls back to the screen. The first pitch he sees. No balls and a strike to Danny Jelilich. Tonight's left fielder. Danny in left. Mitch in center. And Cole Gamble in right field. That's your defensive alignment for the Cougs. In the outfield. Jelilich. Right-handed hitter. As the lefty Telfer fires back to first. Mitch back ahead of the throw. Three left-handed bats in BYU's lineup tonight against the lefty Telfer. McIntyre leading off. Cole at cleanup and Cowden, the DH in the seven hole. The 0-1 to Danny. That's high for ball one. One ball, one strike to Jelilich. Playing in just his 18th game. Making his 12th start. Again, the number of games played is solely injury-related. As he's dealt and re-dealt with that troublesome hamstring. One ball, one strike, one on, no one out here in the bottom of the first. That's ball two from Telfer. Shane Telfer making his just second start of the season in his 10th appearance. Pretty limited sample size. His long outing's been five innings this year. Hasn't got above 89 on the pitch count in any given game this year. Two balls and a strike to Jelilich. And a swing and a miss from Danny there. Foul tip. Just tipped it a bit. It'll be 2-2 two and two with McIntyre on first. Mitch takes his lead in a scoreless game. McIntyre 3-for-4 on stolen base tries this year. It's just a share over a shade over 300 now. The 2-2 to Danny. That's a breaking ball that stays high in the zone for a full count. So three balls and two strikes to Jelilich. Once he re-hurt that hamstring at San Diego two weeks ago tonight, again, the hope was just to maybe get him back, if at all possible, on senior weekend. That's happened. He'll hopefully play Friday and Saturday. Full count as the pitcher checks McIntyre back to first. Shane Telfer, tonight's starter. 6-1, buck 85 out of San Diego. The 3-2. That's fouled back to the screen by Danny once again. Jelilich hitting lefties better than righties. 286 against the southpaws, 267 against the right-handers. And Jelilich is the right-handed batter facing Shane Telfer. With a full count, Danny stays alive. 0-0, bottom of the first. Mitch McIntyre led off. The Cougar first with a single to left field. He's at first base, and they've checked him multiple times. Pepperdine tonight in the orange jerseys. Gray pants. 
The stylized Pepperdine with the wave crest for the D across the chest. The full count to Danny. He takes his base. That's a great walk right there, Danny. Very patient at bat. Kept alive with a couple of foul balls and now walks to first. And so without a man out, Cougars have two men on. So McIntyre at second. Delilich at first after a base on balls. And Andrew Pintar steps into the batter's box. So the Cougs have something going here in the bottom of the first inning. BYU has a winning record on the year when they do score first. We're in a position to do so now with a man on second, runner on first, and no one out here in the bottom of the first. Andrew Pintar hitting 375 with runners in scoring position. 328 on the year to lead BYU in batting average. Telfer kicks and fires inside, and the catcher Capris did well to keep that in front of him as that skipped away for ball one. Well, and normally this would be a, a typical bunt situation right here. First and second, nobody. But uh, when you got Pintar up, right, it's hard to bunt him in this spot because he's been so hot. So you just expect him to drive the runs in. Total bases leader, Andrew Pintar. Slugging percentage north of 500. Takes away for ball two. So Shane Telfer's off to an uncertain start here. Two men on, no one out, and a 2-0 count to the number three hitter, Andrew Pintar, who has multiple hits in seven of his last nine games, including last night. A couple of singles for a penny. The 2-0 to Pintar. Ooh, got away from Telfer. So Telfer's 3-0, and Pintar likely looking at an auto-take here with a 3-0 count, two men on, and no one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, he does not look comfortable throwing to Pintar right now. Not, Not one of those was close. Greg Rubel with Tuckett Slade here, your commentary duo. In the broadcast booth at Miller Park, Larry H. Miller Field. BYU and Pepperdine waves in some trouble here, bottom of the first. Penny awaits the 3-0. And almost predictably, a strike is delivered from Shane Telfer. It'll be three balls and a strike. Mitch McIntyre at second. Single to lead off the game. Base on balls to Jelilich. Advance Mitch to second. So first and second, no one out. Here in the bottom of the first inning. Telfer kicks and fires and walks Pintar on five pitches. So the Cougs have the bases loaded with no one out here at the bottom of the first inning. And the Cougs can look to boost their batting average with bases loaded here as Cole Gamble comes to the plate. Nowhere to go but up, right, Greg, when it comes to that stat. The Cougs on the season. Eight for 59. That's 136 with bases loaded. And that's how last night's game ended with the sacks stacked. Mitch McIntyre represented the winning run in the bottom of the ninth last night, but was Cade to end the contest. BYU lost 6-3 in the series opener. Bases loaded, though. McIntyre at third, Jelilich at second, Pintar at first, and Gamble in the box and taking strike one. Well, the last two games, Gamble struggled. He was red hot there for about a month, and then all of a sudden, the last couple of games, he's uh, had some tough at-bats, but uh, all it takes is the next day, and that's today, and expect him to have a good one. Oh, for his last 11 with a base on balls. A swing and a miss for Cole, so he's behind Telfer here, 0-2. BYU's slugging percentage, home run and RBI leader, Cole Gamble. 0-4 night last night with three left on. He has three on here, bottom first. No balls, two strikes. Cole Gamble, bases loaded in a scoreless game. No one out. And high for ball one. 
Shane Telfer, whip of 1.28, almost identical to Jack Sterner's 1.27 coming into tonight. Bases loaded with Cougs here in the bottom of the first. No one out. And a 1-2 count to Gamble. Chopper to second. The scoop to short for one. And the first for two. And a runner will score on the 4-6-3 DP. As McIntyre comes home, the Cougs do open on top one nothing, But now there are two out. And a man on third. BYU won. Pepperdine at no score. As Cole Gamble's 4-6-3 DP ground out scores Mitch McIntyre from third. So Jellilitz goes to third. Pintar is erased at second. And Gamble, of course, out at first. Yeah, and Pepperdine will trade that run for a double play ball in that situation anytime. Jacob Wilk hits fifth and hits next. The first baseman, Wilk, his last start at first base came 15 days ago in the series opener at San Diego. The 0-1 to Wilk with two out. Man on third and swinging and missing everything there. So 0-2 from Jacob with Danny Jelilich at third base. He walked, advanced on a walk, and then got to third on the 4-6-3 double play ground out by Gamble. The 0-2 to Jacob Wilk with two outs here in the bottom of the first. And that's taken backwards K. So, bases loaded, none out. Cougars do score one, but just one. We are through one complete in the bottom of the first. BYU, one run on one hit. There were no errors. There was one runner left on. We go top two. BYU one, Pepperdine zero on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU loaded the bases with no one out in the bottom of the first. Scored just the one run on a ground out. Brings us to the top of the second. And leading off the Waves' second inning is the first baseman, Justin Lutz. Solo home run last night to get things underway for the Waves. Lays it down third baseline. Sterner handles and didn't get Lutz. Diving head first at first to beat the throw. And it's an infield single for Justin Lutz. Yeah, decided uh, they had the shift on with him, big-time pull hitter, power hitter, and he decides to bunt down the line. Jack tries to build a bears-handed and just beats to throw it first. So laid it down down the third base line. Jack to it, but too late to get loose. Diving head first at first, and he is now the one on with no one out here in the top of the second. Lutz takes his lead with Reese Alexiatis. Next up, DHing Alexianis, who's reached in 12 consecutive games. Coming into tonight, one for four last night. The batting average leader for the Waves, Alexianis. Lutz at first, no one out, one on. Top two on the 1-0 count, a swing and a miss for Alexianis. One ball, one strike. Pepperdine playing its 41st game, BYU playing its 49th game tonight. Waves coming in 18 and 22. BYU 21 and 27 in league. 10 and 12 is Pepperdine. 13 and 12 are the Kooks. The 1-1 to Alexiatis. Jack Sterner on the hill. Comes set. Kicks and fires. Breaking ball high for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Teresa Alexiatis, BYU in the navy blue jerseys, white pants, navy caps, the word Cougs across the chest. Back to the Royals tomorrow, right, Tuckett? Yep, Royal Saturday. 
for the regular season finale for BYU. The Waves have one more series to go. 2-1. And that's opposite field. The one hopper in the right field, the center to right, and the Waves had the first two runners on here in the top of the second. So a bunt single by Lutz. And a sharp single to right for Alexiades. And it's two on, no one out. And already three Waves hits here in the top of the second. 0-1-0, BYU leading it. Yeah, Lutz was taken off there, so that was a hit and run, but hit too hard for him to go first to third. So Lutz stays at second, Alexiades at first, and Ryan Johnson, one for four last night, will hit next. Jersey number 15, the RBI leader. Has a chance for an RBI here with a runner in scoring position. Johnson hitting 238, but 309 with runners and 326 with runners in scoring position. Squares to bunt and lays it down third baseline. Deming charges, handles, throws to Wilk. Johnson does his job, sacrifice bunt, advancing Lutz to third and Alexiadas to second. So two on, one out here in the top of the second. BYU one, Pepperdine no score. Lutz 90 feet away, Alexiadis at second. And the sacrifice bunt from Ryan Johnson does his job. Yeah, executed on both sides there. Nicely done by Deming. Great bunt by Johnson. Now you got to try to get a strikeout here if you're Jack. It seemed like a simple play there, Tuck, but it was good for Dem to get that one out of the way, wasn't it? Yeah. Had two errors on Tuesday against Utah, then didn't play last night against Pepperdine. Back into the hot corner. Handles the bunt and throws cleanly and well to Wilk to get one out here in the top of the second. So Johnson retired 5-3 on the bunt. Sacrifice. Charles Messino, left fielder, hits. So sack bunt by Johnson brings up Messino. Jersey number 35 last night. Jersey 10 tonight. Getting his 11th start in left field. Left-handed hitting Messino. That's ball two. After the first ball delivered from Sterner. Two balls, no strikes, one out. Sterner has thrown his 23rd pitch. In the top of the second, one out for the Waves. Two men on, both in scoring position. Messino hitting 250 with runners in scoring position. The 2-0 from Jack. Three balls and no strikes. One week ago tonight, Jack Sterner was lights out in Stockton. Went one over the minimum in pitching seven complete innings. Yeah, he was fantastic. It was his best start in the Coug uniform. Charles Messino swinging it well. Eight for his last 21 at the plate. Awaits the 3-0. Likely take here with two men on. But he's swinging away. Fouls it back. Okay. Three balls and a strike. I like that. Why not? You know you're probably going to get yourself a... Fastball down the middle, and he was ready for it, but just fouled it back. So it goes to three and one with one out and two on for the Waves here in the top of the second. BYU breaks out on top, one nothing. With a ground out from Cole Gamble, a 4-6-3 DP, scoring Mitch McIntyre. It led the game off with a single for BYU. That's fouled back for three and two, or the count. So the Cougars didn't get as much as they wanted in the bottom of the first. We'll see if they can keep the Waves from maximizing their potential here in the top of the second. Two on, one out, but now a 3-2 count to Charles Messino. Right-hander Jack Sterner. Left-handed batter is hitting 250 against Sterner. The righty on the hill. Pepperdine no runs on three hits. BYU one run on one hit. 
Jack taking his time to get right and get set. Comes Playward on the 3-2 and walked him. So bases loaded, one out. Cougars had bases loaded, none out. In the bottom of the first, scored one. The Waves now have bases loaded, one out in the top of the second. We'll see if the Cougars can minimize the damage here, but uh, Jack is laboring right now. Yeah, couldn't get a feel for the breaking ball there. In that at bat, ends up walking him on the full count breaking ball, but you still have the double play in order here, and that's what you're looking for. Three singles and a base on balls given up by Sterner here in the top of the second. He's gone one and a third. We have one out in the top of the second. Cougs up one zip. Sacks are stacked with waves with Joe Caparis, the catcher, <laughs> stepping in. And as that pitch gets away from Jack, corralled by Valdez, able jog on out to the hill to have a chat with Sterner. So Valdez and Sterner conferencing with one ball and no strikes, one out to Joe Caparis. Capris won for four last night. Has noted everyone in the lineup for the Waves last night and tonight had at least one hit. And it's the same starting lineup through the order. Every position the same. Batting order the same. Only changes on the mound. One ball, no strikes. One out and three men on for Pepperdine. Cougs up one zip. How long will it stay that way? Sterner. Brings ball and glove to his chest. Kicks and fires. And ball two. Sterner's thrown 29 pitches now. And in contrast to the strike-heavy outing in Stockton, Jack's having a tough time finding the zone right now, hitting his spots. Yeah, he's not able to get that uh, secondary pitch over for a strike. And, and Pepperdine's such a good fastball-hitting team that you've got to throw those pitches. And he just keeps missing down. 2-0 to Caparis. Takes for strike one. Jack Sterner's seven-inning outing last Friday night is season-long. Averaging just under a strikeout per inning. The 2-1 goes to three balls and a strike. BYU 1, Pepperdine no score, top two. And the Waves are a ball away from tying the game. Three balls and a strike with one gone and three men on. Lutz at third, Alexiadis at second, Messino at first. The 3-1, taken for strike two. Full count now. I'll go right back to that same pitch there, Jack. Good fastball down and away. Caught the outer edge of the plate. Home plate umpire Joey Stegner liked it enough to signal strike two. Three balls, two strikes, one out, full count. And sacks stacked with waves here in the top of the second. Chopper, Deming, jumps to receive, goes plateward, and they got the force at home. Valdez kept a foot on the plate, takes the throw from Deming, and the Cougs retire his second out. The high chopper, Deming, has to jump high to haul it in, does so, fires to Abe. The throw a little wide, but Abe does a nice job keeping a toe on the plate to get the force and retire Lutz. Two outs, and the bases remain loaded. Yeah, and, and that ball was hit too high that Deming couldn't have turned to there and so the smart play is to go four and he was able to throw good enough for Abe to stay on the plate and get the second out but still work to be done here. So reaching on the fielder's choice is Caparis. Messino goes to second. Alexiadis goes to third. Lutz is retired at home. BYU still leads one nothing. Two outs now. Bases remain loaded. Left-handed hitting Wyatt Young top of the order to face Jack Sterner with two gone. Jack Lowe with ball one. 
So Austin Deming, after a two-error outing on Tuesday, has had to make a couple of plays and responded both times well here early against Pepperdine from third base. 1-0 with two out and three men on. Sterner comes set and delivers. And that is line just foul down the first baseline. One ball, one strike. They're just out in front of that slider right there. Young is such a good hitter, especially with the runners in scoring position. 424 is his average with runners in scoring position. And two are in scoring position at third and second. As that called second strike brings the count to one and two against Wyatt Young. Alexiatis at third, Messino at second. The runner at first is Joe Caparis. A take by Young, and one and two the count. It's a really good breaking ball he just threw right there. So Stern can get himself out of a jam here. The top of the second. Waves hit bases loaded, one out. The one two with two gone. And that's foul out of play. Stays alive, does Young in the at-bat. We stay one and two. Young, a nice night last night. Three for five with a run. And this is the Waves' 41st game. Wyatt Young is led off and played shortstop in all 41. The Cougs in navy blue jerseys. The Waves in orange jerseys tonight. Alexi Addis at third. Messino at second, Caparis at first, and Young in the box. Awaiting the 1-2 from Jack Sterner. The Cougars' righty starter. Wind up and delivery, and again fouled back almost to the same area. Out of play down the third baseline beyond the grandstand. 49th game of the year for BYU as mentioned. 50th game tomorrow will be the final game of the 2021 season. Can't believe it's coming to an end, Greg. The 1-2 with two out and the bases loaded. Cougs up 1-0. We're in the top of the second. Cougs have their one run on one hit. One hit as time is called. And the Waves are scoreless on three hits. And the Cougs looking to keep them just that way here. With Wyatt Young, the left-handed hitter, striding back in. Sets up very close to the plate. Waves the bat over his left shoulder and awaits the 1-2 from Sterner. That's lifted to center field. Mitch McIntyre almost didn't have to move. Makes the catch. And Nicely the Cougs are done. out of the second inning. So for Pepperdine, no runs on two hits. There were no errors. And there were three runners left on. We go to the bottom of the second. BYU won. Pepperdine, no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the second. BYU leads off with... Third baseman Austin Deming, right-handed hitter against left-handed starting thrower Shane Telfer for Pepperdine. BYU won. Pepperdine no score. Greg Rubel, Tuckett Slade with you. Tuckett, BYU's baseball operations director. The Cougs uh, operated efficiently to get out of that top of the second, but no runs allowed as Austin Deming rips a single, maybe two to left field. He'll hold it one. That'll be a long single to the left field corner. So Deming leads off the bottom of the second. 
Lacing a single to left, and is at first base, leadoff runner on. Yeah, he got a slider right there, elevated, and had a great swing. I thought it was going to be a double, but they had him shaded towards the line there, and the left hitter was able to cut it off. Charles Messino with the cutoff and got it back in quickly. Deming stays at first base. Good for Austin, though. He was one for his last 15 before that single. He's made two plays today. Yeah. Got a hit. Good confidence booster for Dem here as it's high ball one to Joshua Cowden, BYU's DH. Left-handed bat. A couple left-handed bats came out tonight with the lefty on the hill, but uh, the way Josh has been swinging it, you don't take that bat out of the lineup. No, you can't. The 1-0 to Josh. Ball two to Cowden. Cowden, five for his last nine with four runs scored. He's reached base in eight consecutive games. Brock Watkins, due up two batters from now, has reached safely in ten consecutive. 2-0 to Cowden. Runner on first is Deming. Hit him. Oh, perfect. So, Josh will take his base. And the Cougs have two on and no one out. And so the Cougars had bases loaded, no one out in the first, got one run across. Now it's two men on and no one out here in the bottom of the second. A little slider that stayed up and in. Austin Deming and White Young just shared a hug at second base. I'm not sure what that was about. I think they possibly played in summer ball together. A lot of these kids usually do that. Squaring is Valdez. Great Puts bunt. it down nicely. Really nicely. Great no bunt. throw. Throw comes late. Takes the first baseman off the bag. Shane Telford wasn't even going to throw. And threw late. Far too late at that point. Hey, Valdez lays a bunt down the third baseline. Earlier, Lutz did a similar thing. Made it to first. This time, Valdez bunts. And his base is loaded. No one out. In the second consecutive inning for BYU. And now's where you've got to make it hurt, Brock. Have a great at-bat right here. So Deming goes to third, Cowden to second, Valdez at first with a bunt single, bases loaded, no one out yet again for BYU. Brock Watkins hits. A swing and a miss from Brock. I like that aggressive swing there. Fastball just was running away from him. BYU 8 for 60 in bases loaded situations with Watkins coming up here in the second. Cougars hit into a 4-6-3 DP with bases loaded in the first. And that could be another one. Four, six, three. But this time Watkins beats it. They don't get the runner at first. They're just one out on the play. And a runner scores on the 4-6 ground out. Didn't get Watkins at first. So first and third now with one out. Another run scores. BYU two and Pepperdine zero as Deming comes home. Yeah, Brock will get an RBI for that one there. And that what the difference was is Cole Gamble hit his towards second base. So it was an easy double play. That ball was running away from the second baseman. Kind of hit more in the four hole. He had to... Pivot and throw, and because of that, the second throw wasn't in time. Nice hustle by Brock. So Valdez is erased on the 4-6 at second, but going to third is Cowden, and Watkins is at first on the fielder's choice, RBI ground out. Yeah, now you're looking for Mitch to at least get a sack fly here. So first and third, one out, BYU two, Pepperdine no score. BYU two runs on three hits, Pepperdine no runs on three hits. Mitch McIntyre takes ball one. 1-0 with one out and runners on the corners. Away for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Mitch McIntyre with runners in scoring position. 
The Cougars' best hitter at 395 on the year. Well, we've got Joey Stegner behind the plate, and he's my favorite umpire of crews that we get as far as just being consistent back there. I really like his plate. Joey Stegner at home, Denver Dubriel at first, and Scott LaTundra at third. And that's three balls and no strikes, and Shane Telfer may not be long for this one. Based on the start yet, there's nobody up in the Pepperdine pen yet. Just in the second inning here, but got himself into trouble in both innings. Three balls, no strikes, one out, runners on the corners for Mitch McIntyre. Top of the order for BYU. Mitch singled and scored in the first. And takes strike one on the 3-0 count. A good take there. Borderline pitch. And just as you spoke, you spoke it into existence there. There we go. <laughs> Pens active now. Yes, they are. Mitch has reached, by the way, in five consecutive games. Singling and scoring in the first. Three balls, one strike, one out. Corners for McIntyre. Inside, that's a five-pitch walk. So, McIntyre is at first. The bases are loaded once again. Uh, what a big moment here for Joe. It's getting a chance to hit with bases loaded. He's had such a rough year health-wise. It'll be a nice senior moment here if he can get a big hit. So Watkins at second, Cowden at third, and McIntyre now at first after a base on balls. Danny Jelich walked and was stranded at third in the first. BYU two, Pepperdine no score, empty count, one out, and the base is loaded again. Danny will chop it to short. Young handles, charges, fires to first, gets one out, but just one out. Another run will score. The Cougs have scored their three runs on three ground ball outs. Well, that's putting the ball in play, and, and a normal, healthy gel, it probably beats that out. But uh, he was running about 80% down the line because that hamstring. But nicely done there to drive another run. Yep. And now Penny's got a chance to get a big two-out knock here. So McIntyre goes to second. Watkins to third. First base is open with Andrew Pintar now in the box and two out. Takes ball one. And I tell you right now, if they're... I wouldn't be surprised if Pepperdine doesn't just walk Pintar here the way that Cole's been struggling. The 1-0 with two out. First base open. Ball two. Yeah, so far, both of his at-bats today, they haven't given him anything great to hit. So Danny picks up the RBI on the 6-3 ground out. Cougs have two RBIs on their three runs scored. Three runs, three hits for BYU. Three, nothing Cougs. Penny slaps a single between shortstop and third base. 1-1 one, one will score in Watkins. A second comes home in McIntyre. And the Cougs take a 5 nothing lead. Yeah, I'll tell you what. That's exactly who you want up in those spots. Nicely done, Pintar. Those are big, too. Two out RBIs right there. So a two-RBI single to left, and the Cougs break out on top and add to the tally. 5 nothing is the score here at the bottom of the second. Already four runs across. The Pepperdine pen is up, two outs, and the runner on first is Andrew Pintar. Drives in two with a single to left. Throw back to first, check in on Pinney. Well, and, uh, and Pepperdine's so explosive, Greg, that you've got to score a lot of runs to beat this team. Deming, Cowden, Watkins, and McIntyre all scoring here in the second. 5-0 Cougs. Empty count, two out, and again back 
to first, check on Pintar for a second straight time. You know, Greg, there's moments in games where you look back and you say, if we'd have done something differently in this situation, it would have changed the game. Well, in the first inning, when you have bases loaded, no outs, you only get one run, you're kind of thinking, man, that might haunt us. And then to have a comeback inning like this in the second inning is fantastic. The Cougs have not been lacking for base runners in this one as Cole Gamble takes strike one. I try and get Cole back on track here. He's 0 for his last 12. And there was no one hotter for weeks than Cole Gamble. Had a 16-game hit streak end on Tuesday against Utah. And Cole fouls back to the screen for no balls and two strikes. So 0-2, two out, and one on here in the bottom of the fourth. BYU's already scored four here in the second. And BYU scored the most runs... In the second inning this year. 40 runs now scored by BYU in the second. That's their most productive inning this year. Strike two to Cole after the foul. Ball one delivered. One and two. One and two with two out. One on. Shane Telford, the southpaw. Outside for ball two. The count even. Two out. And Andrew Pintar at first base. Pintar with a two RBI single to left moments ago. Bringing home Watkins and McIntyre. Watkins who reached on a fielder's choice and McIntyre who reached on a base on balls. Two balls, two strikes, two out, one on. Pinney takes off and Cole fouls it out of play down the third base line. Stays two and two. Cole Gamble in addition to that 16 game hit streak that ended at a 22 game reached safely streak also come to an end against Utah on Tuesday. In a bit of a rut right now. Ofer's last 12 with one base on balls thrown in there. The left-handed hitting gamble. The lefty hurler, Telfer, 2-2. And that's a swing and a miss, a strikeout to end the second inning. But for BYU in the bottom of the second, the Cougars score four runs on three hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. Through two complete, it is BYU 5 and Pepperdine no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top three here at Provo. BYU 5, Pepperdine no score. Cougs brought eight to the plate in the second inning. Score four to go up 5-0. Jack Sterner on the hill. See if Jack settles in here a little bit as he faces Billy Cook to lead off the Waves third. Cook singled, stole a base, was stranded in the first. Well, you always like facing him with nobody on base. One ball, two strikes now from Sterner to Cook. That was a really with nobody good on base. curveball he just threw right there. Nasty 12-6. Bends it in for strike two. The one-two to Cook. High for ball two. Two balls, two strikes. To the slugging percentage leader on this Waves roster. Number 23, Billy Cook, WCC Player of the Week. Two for five in the series so far. BYU looking to get back in the series after losing the opener last night. Two-two to Cook. Three balls and two strikes high and away. Well, the Cougs last week lost the opener in Stockton. Came back and won the series with back-to-back dominant performances. Back-to-back shutouts. 5-0 and 6-0. Behind Sterner and Bryce Robison. It'll be Sterner tonight and Roby tomorrow for BYU. 5-0 here in this one. 
So, so far, according to script, as Cook pops it up behind home plate and over the screen. Three and two. Cougars five runs on four hits. Pepperdine no runs on three hits. Yeah, it's always frustrating, Greg, to lose that first game because then you know you have to win the next two to win the series. But uh, it's a nice job last weekend doing that. That means the Cougs have won three consecutive series coming into this one. Foul tipped as Cook stays alive. Back to the backstop. Count stays full. No one out here in the top of the third inning. BYU and Pepperdine, game two of a three-game set. The series and for BYU season finale tomorrow, 106 first pitch here at Miller Park. Cougs and Waves. The Waves will go on to Pacific for their final series of WCC play. And there's a swinging strikeout as Cook is down. That's a really good slider right there. A frontwards facing K. And the third strikeout of the day for Jack Sterner. Aron Maudlin, who struck out swinging in the first, will hit. And it was Sterner who got back-to-back Ks in the first inning. After a one-out single by Cook, he was stranded after back-to-back strikeouts. And now Jack's got his third K of the day. Second hitter of the third is Aron Maudlin. And Maudlin takes ball one. Maudlin, a four-game hit streak coming into tonight. He's reached safely in 16 straight, but did strike out as noted in the first inning. Second plate appearance here in the third. High for ball two. 2-0 from Jack. Sterner just threw his 49th, about to throw his 50th pitch. We're in the third inning. Top three, one gone, no one on for the Waves. They trail BYU 5-0. Sterner kicks and fires. Grounder to second. Andrew Pintar hoovers it up and fires to Jacob Wilk at first. And two are gone here in the top of the third inning. So two up, two down. 4-3 ground out. We'll bring up John Peck. Peck struck out to end the first inning. Last night here at Miller Park, Peck had a solo shot in the seventh during the Waves' 6-3 win over BYU. Pepperdine's now beaten BYU 30 times in 49 meetings. BYU's won 9 of 16 against the Waves here in Provo. Opposite field to the right field corner, and it's a home run. It's fair inside the right corner pole. And the Waves have their first run of the game, and John Peck has his second home run in as many games. 5-1, to one. Cougs lead the Waves. Solo shot to the opposite field for John Peck. Yeah, and that's why his solo shots are not the worst thing. And Jack threw a fastball there, a little bit elevated. Peck had a great swing. I thought it was going to get foul, but it stayed just inside that foul line, foul pole. But uh, nothing hurt there. You still have a lead. Go get this guy. Cole Gamble ran a few steps toward the pole and then realized that where that was headed. The only question with them was fair or foul, and it was indeed fair for a home run. A solo job in the third inning. BYU 5 and Pepperdine 1 brings up Justin Lutz who singled and then was thrown out to at home on a ground-out force. 5-1 Cougs. 5-1's four hits for BYU. One run, four hits for the Waves. Inside, two balls thrown on the first two pitches to Justin Lutz. Jack's up to now 53 pitches here in the third inning. Went seven complete last Friday night in Stockton. And in going seven complete innings, threw only 82 pitches. 
He's now at 50-plus, two out here, top three. Yeah, well, this lineup makes you work a little bit more, Greg, because you, you can't just go fastball, fastball, fastball. You have to be able to mix it up. 3-0, take for 3-1. So it was three quick balls delivered by Sterner to Lutz. He takes strike one. The count three balls and a strike. Two out and no one on here in the top of the third. Waves have their first run, courtesy of a home run from John Peck. Swinging strike by Lutz. Might have caught a piece. Either way, he ends up on one knee after that cut. Justin Lutz is the home run leader, co-leader with Billy Cook. Both have 13 jacks on the year. Full count, two out, and sacks empty here in the top of the third. BYU 5, Pepperdine 1. Sterner holds the glove and ball at his belt. Faces Lutz, and time is called. So Cook struck out. Maudlin grounded out. And then John Peck got out of Miller Park with a home run to right field. 5-1 the score. Cook's up. And Lutz takes his base as he takes away and outside for ball four. That just missed, just missed outside. Reselect Seattle's will hit next. Sterner's pitch count now 57 here in the third inning. Reselect Seattle's, the DH, singled and was stranded at third in the second as the Waves left the bases loaded. Why Young, Young flied out to center to end the inning and end the threat. Cougs up 5-1 on the Waves here in the top of the third. Two out, one on. For Alexiatis, take strike one. BYU's battery tonight. Jack Sterner on the hill and Abe Valdez behind the plate. Abe making his 24th start at catcher. He encountered it. He started 23 before tonight. The 0-1 with two gone. One on for the Waves. That's a swinging strike for 0-2. So Jack Sterner's ahead of Reese Alexiatis now. No balls and two strikes with two out and one on in the top of the third inning. BYU 5 and Pepperdine 1. BYU's never lost a WCC home series to Pepperdine. They lost the series opener last night. Going to get back in it here tonight. 0-2 the count. And that's delivered away and low and skipped away from Abe Valdez. Lutz will end up at second base as a result. Yeah, so with two outs, a home run, then a base on balls, now a wild pitch, and you've got runner in scoring position, one, two, the count to Alexiatis. Yeah, and Abe did everything he could to try to block that, and it's just running away from him. Hopefully it doesn't come back to haunt. Sterner here, got to put him away right here. The one, two to Reese Alexiatis, two out. And the runner on second is Justin Lutz getting there on a wild pitch. Sterner glances back at Lutz. Kicks and comes plateward, and that's ball two. From no balls and two strikes to two balls and two strikes, we have two out in the top of the third inning. Alexiata hitting 370 with runners in scoring position. That mirrors his season batting average. Right-handed hitter, right-handed thrower here. Righty v. Righty. Alexiatis looks to the hill where Jack Sterner 
Winds up and delivers. And a backwards K. Caught looking as Reese Alexianos to end the third inning. In the top of the third for Pepperdine. One run on one hit. It was a home run to right. There were no errors. A runner was left on. We go bottom three. BYU five. Pepperdine one on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the third inning. And Jacob Wilk leads off the third for BYU. Wilk caught looking in the first to end the inning. Ground ball chopper to third, handled by Modlin. Fires to Lutz at first, and Wilk is retired. One out quickly here in the bottom of the third inning. BYU 5, Pepperdine 1 is our score. In addition to getting back in the series with a win tonight, BYU would guarantee a winning WCC record with a win tonight. BYU comes into the evening 13-12 and 12 in WCC play. A 14th win would lock down an above 500 performance in conference play as Austin Deming swings and misses on the first offering from Shane Telfer. Telfer's been in trouble in both the first and the second, allowing one in the first, four in the second. Bases loaded multiple times against him. He's got one out here in the third. Deming singles to center. So back-to-back singles for Austin Deming in the second and third innings. Nice job for him today so far, seeing it well. Yeah, one for his last 15 coming in two tonight, and now two for two on this night, and fielding it well as well. Yeah, and obviously he's frustrated with his season, and we expected that Deming to have a really good year. The way his fall was and the way he played last summer, he was one of the few that got to play summer ball, and we thought he was going to come in and just have a killer year for us. And he batted over 400 this this, uh, this fall for us, but uh, it's been a tough year for him. Deming singled and scored in the second, has now singled with one out here in the third. D.H. Josh Cowden takes ball one from Shane Telfer. Cowden was hit by a pitch and scored in the second. That four-run second inning for BYU. Cougs up four in the bottom of the third. Five runs, five hits for BYU. One run, four hits for the Waves. Cowden takes ball two. Telfer has thrown his 48th pitch of the game. Pitchers are up in the Pepperdine pen. The Southpaw Telfer, 2-0 on the year. ERA 5.00 coming into tonight, making just a second start. Throw back to first, checking on Wilk. Checking on Deming, beg your pardon. Wilk grounded out 5-3. Deming singled to center and is at first base with one out. Two balls and no strikes to the D.H. Cowden, who's now reached base in nine consecutive games. That's high and inside, 3-0. So Telfer not exactly dealing in this one. The Cougs have made him pay so far to five runs. 5-1 the score. Bottom three. And Josh takes ball strike one. So three and one the count with one out. Hitter on deck is Abe Valdez. Valdez singled and was erased on a 4-6 ground out by Brock Watkins. Who then came around to score in that four-run second. It's a hard shot to second, handled off a double clutch, and then the fire to first. They got oh, a double play. That. He's so safe at first. That is so bad. 4-6-3 wow, DP. That, that was so after bad. a bobble by the second baseman. 
And Cowden appeared to beat it to first, but they call him out. 4-6-3 on the double play to end the third inning. The Cougs get no one across. BYU 5, Pepperdine 1. We go to the top of the fourth for BYU in the third. No runs on one hit. There were no errors and no one left on. BYU 5, Pepperdine 1 the score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.